And so just so. I want to see. I want to see too. Welcome to Lug Nuts, folks. It's very much like, you know, Speedy, Razor X is your brother. Watch for that segment later. Yeah. We add an engine to the coffee table. It's yeah. like a time warp. It just regenerates into a dead body. <laughs> just like, at first you're like, ah, I don't like it. I don't like it. It is what? <laughs> How much? Podcast number 81. <sighs> Podcast number 81. Lug Nuts. Welcome to Lug Nuts, folks. Starring Matt Man and Big Brother, and we even have uh, Mr. Willman, our executive producer, Chris, <laughs> stopping in. <laughs> I'm just I'm just testing the audio. That's all I'm doing. Okay. Hey, somebody well. has to. So this is Lug Nuts, the automotive podcast. Big Brother's gone through a lot of the automotive news, and he is here to... We have a lot of we have a lot of news stories on every possible. Uh, oh shit! I guess I should have had that behind. Is that was like Inception? Hey, brother, have you even had yeah. The audio works. Okay, you can edit that part out. Sure. <laughs> as long as the audio sounds great. <laughs> so this is All first. <laughs> Good. We have Mr. Wilman's approval. So this is the first of many. Uh, lug, well, second of many lug nuts. Um, and we have a lot of good stories from GM, Chevy, and one by Ford. We also have a list we're going to go over as soon as he pulls up the first story. About GM is having a major wow. recall. Uh-oh. GM is recalling several cars because they're having issue with the brakes, amongst okay. other things. They're recalling the Cadillac CT6, the GMC Sierra, and the Silverado. They all have a software issue that will affect the electronic stability control and brakes. You might not be able to stop. Did they turn it off and turn it back on? They the may car, not. yes, they may have. They have to update the software. And on the Silverado and Sierra, they put too much glue on the battery wire. Your car could catch fire, or okay. your truck. So, so if you don't want to get your truck to catch on fire, I'd go to the dealer like yesterday. Yeah, I mean, sometimes <laughs> stuff like that happens in production when you're making a car. Some unforeseen things that, yes, you get some glue on there. It can impede the resistance on the battery and potentially cause, uh, a, with impeded resistance, which is raising the resistance, that is, that means there's increased heat as well. So that's where the potential for a fire comes in. Which and sometimes means- you have a lot of electronic computers in these cars because you want a fucking motor to lift your feet up while you're taking a shit in the back seat or whatever kind of custom thing you have done to your car. I didn't know they had that in cars. But the next story with enough time and money, you can have it. Is quite a great one for Chevy. CT6 sedan. Oh, this is the CT6. I just wanted to give a look at it. Mm. It's uh it's a Cadillac 62. 10-speed. Here's the thing. A lot of that 10-speed... 500 uh, horsepower? Yeah. They are all sold 10-speed transmissions. Typically. Now, I know for accurate, it's, it's a like a, a fully synthetic fluid. Mm-hmm. So you go further, but it's a lot more expensive. But that's mm-hmm. what you need for the 10-speed. It looks good. It looks very Cadillac. Everybody's yeah. going with a big screen with a lot of apps in cars now. And yeah. I got that from the Tesla. Hands-free driving. Well, that's something that, well, let's be honest, that can improve a lot of people's dri- uh, daily life if you know that a, at least a computer is driving it. Yeah, yeah. And not the yeah. person behind it. should improve it. everything. The next story we'll be sh- showing at Amelia Island. Is this the one? Oh, yeah, here it is. Going on the Corvette prototype. Amelia. A Corvette prototype mm, built neat. in 1964. They wanted a mid-engine Corvette. This will be appearing appearing at the first time outside of its museum in Texas at the Amelia Island Auto Show. It's very speed racer, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's very much like, you know, speed, Razor X is your brother. They only made one, I believe. They They should stop at one. That's the second classic cartoon we quoted this week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it looks cool. If you want to see it in person, go to Amelia Island. Wherever that is. Stay there. <laughs> you don't like it, huh? Nah. <clears throat> Mitsubishi. Mm, great, Mitsubishi. I Mitsubishi Outlander in a smaller SUV has been confirmed for the future. Yeah, a lot of people are going out of the sedan game and they're going into the bigger, uh, in, 
bigger and smaller SUVs, and there is a market for it. If you don't really want a you know a towering SUV, a small SUV like this, uh, a crossover, if it were, it's a nice option. Well, you, you have five kids. Yeah, you got yeah. some kind of space. Yeah. Yeah. You got you know a nice. Well, I mean, it's Mitsubishi, so you know. The Outlander came out eight years ago. This is the third update of its life. I don't want to say that I hate. I'm not a hater on Chrome. If it's done right, <laughs> look at the Chrome right here. The Chrome right here on the on the yeah head, around the headlight. What, what are you it's doing? It's a bit. It's what a bit. You, what are you uh, doing? Calm down, JJ. It. Yeah. You know, I'll give him this. It looks different than other SUVs. You're going to remember that Chrome. <laughs> It'll be the new SUV will be developed with the partnership of Renault, Nissan, and Mitsubishi with their alliance. They're going to offer it in a hybrid. Okay. The hybrid powertrain offered. A lot of people still going for hybrids, which is okay. Yeah, they're not they're not bad. That's how you get the technology up there. Next we have Toyota. Unless I added another uh oh no, this one. Four hundred horsepower. This one Super. looks a lot of fun. You can just turn it off like that thing. This look this looks like it's a lot of fun. It's a four hundred power slingshot. It has Where's the rest of the car? Uh if the, you hit the arrow you can see the that is the entire thing. Oh. It's a trike. <laughs> okay. Two point oh, wow. four liter inline four cylinder oh, yeah. ecotech engine. With a turbo, also a V6 version that offers V6 uh, 400 horsepower. Mm, I don't know if I'd really trust going 400 400 horsepower. You don't want to go 400 horsepower on something the size of half a gun? I don't don't want to go that fast in something like (laughs) that. That, mm, So going 400 miles an hour on the coffee table wouldn't be fun? No. Yeah. No. Watch for that segment later. We add an engine. To the coffee table. Uh, it's not. I'm not in, interested in having like this little amount of protection around me. It's probably designed just oh, for the that's track. What said. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a, a track car and someone who's afraid to ride a motorcycle. And the two JZ engine is a very popular engine, mm. especially amongst people who do a lot of like you know weird stuff like this. But. A lot of people like the 2JZ because it's a very reliable engine. gives you a lot of power. So. Right. It's a neat little thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see what we got next. Subaru. BRZ. Subaru BRZ. The demand has dropped 40% in the United States. So 2018 was the first year that it came out. They sold 3,800, roughly. Well, that's because it's the same thing as the FRS. And I believe the FRS is cheaper. Yeah. And Subaru in 2019 sold 2,334. He's had enough of you, Chris. He's sitting on the couch. Yeah, he's not (laughs) taking my bones. That's what he's saying. This guy. I don't have any food for him, that's why. Oh, you're not friends now. Yes, you're not his buddy. And uh, it's a nice nice car, and I thought we could show some pictures of it. A nice side view right there. Nice black on white rims. I like black rims, white body, very classy. Oh, yeah. The black with the spoiler and the uh, side uh, side view mirrors there. Really, really decent pick there. And you definitely know when someone's a car guy because they have a BRZ. Yeah, that's a classic. That's a classic back end. I really, really like the taillights on that. Yeah. Um, Nice side profile. It's got car guy written all over it. And this is aftermarket, right? Or I think aftermarket. You probably used to be aftermarket. Aftermarket. But they would show it with all the bells and whistles. Yeah. This is very. This is very nice. It's a very nice little car. Brembo Okay. Next, we have uh, a Honda versus a... They did a story here on Motor Trend. Which would be better buy for hot hatchback, a Honda Civic or a Mazda 3? Hmm. I'd be interested to see what they say because the Civic... Um, Civic has lots of passenger room and it offers 18-inch alloys. Okay. Lots of usable space. The Mazda has gigantic blind spots because of the A-pillars, I believe they said. Mm -hmm. The Mazda gets 25 to 35 miles of the gallon. The Honda gets 24 to 32. 
I mean, that is a very sleek looking Ooh. car there with the Mazda. Um, the Mazda has good body control, mm-hmm. uh, but has a tendency to skip around corners. So watch yourself on that one. Uh, I mean, between the two, I mean, Mazdas are really good buys. They the same thing as Honda. You know, both of them are really, really yeah. great uh, in terms of. I mean, and then you see the Mazda like this interior one here. Uh, Twenty six photos. Really mm-hmm. simplified here. Mm-hmm. They're simplified with the uh, uh, AC controls, separate from the audio controls up here. You got your knobs. Very Mazda. Very simplistic. And yeah, man, automatic. They both are uh, offered with manual transmission. They say the Honda transmission, uh, manual transmission, is better. Unless you're just starting to learn uh, clutch, then you should go with the Mazda because it would be uh, easier. To so learn. Honda does slightly better in brake in the braking test from 60 miles an hour. It's 113 feet for the uh, Civic hatchback sport touring, st- uh, and for the Mazda three, it's 115 feet. So not by much, but mm-hmm. where it counts and stops. They both are. Uh, about the same. The Civic has a 1.5 liter engine, 280 horsepower, 177 torque. The Mazda has a 2.4 liter engine, only 186 horsepower, and 186 torque. The Mazda is slightly faster on 0 to 60 and quarter mile. You mentioned the stop. Yeah. Which, I mean... Both feet will have the option of driver assistance. Okay. So, I mean, two, two re- reliable cars, I would say. Two great choices in their own aspect. Mazda has their own styling. Which they do. It is. It looks. It is. does look like a nice little car. And Mazda has the two-toned interior. Yeah. And then the that. Civic, which just continuously changes its form every once in a while. It's yeah. like a time lord. It just regenerates into a new body. <laughs> and just like at first, you're like, ah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh. Next, we have a story about Kia. Huh. The Kia Telluride from CarConnection.com listed it as the best family buy. I've seen these driving cross. Around. It is a crossover. It's different looking, as you see. It kind of looks like the front end. Kind of looks like a uh, Range Rover. Yeah, going to a Range Rover. Yeah. Yeah. Towing capacity of five thousand miles. It's offered with leather and twenty-one miles to the gallon. Okay. I mean, even still, uh, I'm not driving a Kia. It looks like a Kia. See, it looks nice inside. It actually looks like every other. Well, see here you go. You it looks kind of like every chairs. other SUV on the market. You got the two captain's chairs in the center here, and then you have a rope, a bench in the back. So if you have five kids, five kids, it's good for you. He's prepping for the other show in the green room. Yeah, yeah, we got a green room now. Um, interior, not Absolute bad green interior. Room, room. Not so green room. <laughs> um, but the interior, look, it's Kia. You know, it's got nice. Boat for your change, the not an ashtray section now. I do. It looks like those pillars there would keep stuff from flying out under the uh, brake pedal. You know, you set something in that center section, you make it yeah, turn, yeah, off your yeah. phone goes to uh, a place to be located. Once again, AC controls separate from over here, you know? And a lot of people are having, like, the dials and stuff. This one, traditional gear shifter, so I got payments on there. Kia has gone quite a ways from... uh, I'm going to leave it. That That was not clapping at all. (laughs) Our Vader clap on. (laughs) Something has triggered it. So... (laughs) Rear view backup camera. I mean, really, every car. If you want, you know, if if you want uh, luxury, you know, it's kind of a way to go. You can get it for forty four thousand to about forty seven, fully equipped. All wheel drive. Poor man's luxury. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's not a bad car until you need to fix something, and you're like, it it is what? (laughs) How much? (laughs) Well, next we have an American dealer pairing. Daimler Volvo. Yes. They're going to cooperate on a brand new hybrid engine. Daimler, the German company, and Volvo, the Swedish company, that's owned by a Chinese group. 
They're going to be working on a brand new hybrid. At this point in the week, I was really struggling for stories. That's why I covered it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next, we have something more entertaining. BMW. For the first time since 2015, BMW has beat Mercedes-Benz sales. Go. Mostly because of the X7. Well, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Yes. It it looks it looks very very BMW. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a German car is good to lease. Next up, yes, we have the. Uh, that's just a graph of the sales. It's not really important. Man. Cadillac. Cadillac's yes. got a new concept. Mm, very aggressive looking. Right I say. It is a 3.6 liter V6 six speed manual transmission offer. Okay. It'll be shown in Arizona. Ah, very For a concept powerful. car, it looks it looks okay. rather powerful. Very simplistic. Looks I mean, nice. concept cars, usually you get something like futuristic looking, almost like 1950s, you know, It looks like they're going for muscle car Cadillac. But looks. they were just like, no, you want a Cadillac? Here's your Cadillac. Yeah, CTS. Those black, those rim black rims with yellow brakes or very bold, Yellow brake pads. Very bold statement with that color choice, I got to mm-hmm. say. But very classic Cadillac rear end. That's a Cadillac. It's not a bad looking car. That's a that's a concept that I can honestly say that concept could that could come to showroom floor. Absolutely. Yeah, but like all concept cars, they never go. It's never going to look like those hood scoops on the top. That's not going to look like that. That's never going to look. It's going to look like the. It's going to be a trim optional package for a hood, which is going to be like another eight grand. Most of them are going to look like that CT6 we saw earlier. Yep. And Volkswagen, if you wanted one of these cars, you should have acted already. The CC and the Touareg are no longer going to be offered in North America. Well, that's your reason right there. <laughs> well, the mod, the uh, Kia we just talked about was starting at 44. <coughs> yeah, but that was also... The, C- the CC Kia has lower-end cars from that. You know yeah. what I mean? That was Kia's luxury car. I mean, the there's CC, at least two other tiers below it. Uh, I think they were top gear at the time. Mm-hmm. Jeremy interview, uh, did a review of the car. That was the one that was uh, Volkswagen's luxury model. It's fun to drive. I've driven one. I used to work for Volkswagen back in the day. Sold cars. Yeah. It looks like it. You know, I do like Volkswagen style. They're great cars. They're great cars. They're really fun to drive. They have been really just throughout German cars. They are fun to drive. They have been losing some money. We have another Volkswagen story as well. We I could cover this again if you like. It was so good. I'd like to hear it twice. Oh, Maserati. Yeah, I put them. This is a Maserati concept car. I think it looks awesome. It is based on a going for a speedster look. It's like somebody. It looks very crazy, like all Italian cars. It looks like somebody just did some acid and watched Jaws and decided to make a car, man. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that is a bad thing. Looks like an Italian designed it in the afternoon. Yeah. Like what? I think it looks awesome. Are, are these headlights? What is what is this? Is this a reflection right here that I'm highlighting? Oh, and tell me, we, I got that. What is that? Is that a is that a headlight? I think that's a headlight. It that? is a concept car. That? Yeah, I like the air, the scoop behind the head. I mean, the yeah, that, that's cool too. Very F one, <laughs> but like, what the fuck are you going to see with that? What is that illuminating? You Nothing. could have some. Or Besides making your car look like it's trying to plot to kill you. It looks like it has accent lights Okay. there, and a light above and a light below. Yeah. That looks like a car that's going to stab you in the back as soon as you hit the lock button. Yeah, it looks dangerous. Sinister. Look at that. Especially with the Maserati. And, and realistically, it doesn't have a roof, so if why I were are you locking super, it? If I were a supervillain, <laughs> that's the car I would buy. Yes! In black. Like, that's exactly what uh, I would buy. And tell me you have uh, the golf story next. I probably put them in the wrong. You will never stop. Well, uh, go to another bar and just search uh, Volkswagen Golf. So just look at the picture while I cover this. Golf Mark 8. 
There you go. Images. Plus, plus. All right. This is the new Golf 8. They have a brand new speaker system in their car. They put a lot of effort into this. Okay. They always like to uh, give you something good. That's an odd color, though. They have 10-inch performance speakers, 60-millimeter subwoofers, 10.5-liter bass boost, 480-watt amplifier, four 25-tweeters on the eight pillars, uh, twin dual voice woofers on the front door. They're calling it, this is the part I like the best, your personal FI system. <laughs> I think the name is is really, uh, really stupid. They have like a little uh, marquee interior action here. It, it's very basic, very dials, car of the people. Dials. Good They're fun to drive. Goodbye, gear Volkswagens. Especially the Golf. I had a GTI, which is a Golf body, and it's just the laser welded uh, rocker panel to roof really adds to the rigidity of the car, which really oh, yeah. you feel in the turns. It feels like it hugs the road on a turn. If they only offered it in a two door model. Next, I think we have our uh, Ford story. Yes, we do. Oh boy, here we go with Ford. So, Ford has. Sorry. Followed, has filed several patents. They're doing all-wheel steering on their truck. That's a rather bold windshield. And for a windshield, this is what they're going for. A windshield that goes all the way back to about three-quarters of the door. That's very minority. That's a really big windshield. Yeah, that's very minority report right there. Oh, yeah. That's probably going to be in their new electric car. Yeah. That will wow. wow it looks people. like a Mustang, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it looks, looks like, like a Mustang. A, I bet you that's going to be the EV Mustang. I don't think they're going to offer it with a sunroof. Well, I mean, the entire windshield would have to come down. And the convertible model... Or you'd have to stick on, like, just having, like, the rear windshield move yeah, down. Especially when you have those supports right there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's nice, but I like one with a sunroof. Really? I don't I don't think... You have everything right here. Just look up. Everything's there. Convertible model's going to be different. Yeah. <laughs> Probably scale that windshield. That, that's going to be an expensive windshield if you that, have to replace it. If you have to replace it. that? Oh. oh, my God. That's going to be, like, a three or four... What did it cost windshield? for my windshield? I just... My windshield on my Nissan, it was what, uh, 100 and some, almost 200? That's got to be at least three. Accurates will range from like five to seven. NSX is a lot more expensive, probably. Obviously. Yeah, probably more along the lines of that. But the view out of that front windshield has got to be amazing. You can see everything. Until you get a crack and your heart drops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that that would uh, kill you. Unless you get some of that new nano kind of self-healing kind of windshield kind of thing on it, then I would invest in that. But but not, uh, if yeah. you already bought the electric car, Mustang, this is probably what you're going to get. Next, we have a list of 25-year-old cars that are the coolest that you can now import. Some of them I have not heard of. The first, we have the MGF. That's a neat looking little uh, RV. They have a list of the. Uh, I like roadsters. how they. This is a British car. They 1. will one point six to one point eight liter inline four. That's that's not especially for you know a, a light kind of uh, chassis car like that. That's enough to really move. Oh yeah, in the corners. Nice little. Uh, it looks like something a. Uh, really simplistic on the rims. It's still. very simple. It's Medium very. Tire. It's very British looking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like they tried to copy a Taurus. Personally, if I wanted a car, I'd get a Mazda Miata. <laughs> like that. Five-speed Get something that's reliable and not British. Or if you CBC. scroll down, they will Ugh. tell you what the interior smells like. It smells like oil, if you didn't wonder. It okay. smells like oil. That's very good. <laughs> Just you like can now also Alpha. import an Alfa Romeo GT5. GTV. And Spider. And a Spider. That's a hot looking little car, right? One point eight to two liter four inline four and a three liter and three point two liter V six engine. And like all alphas, let's hope it comes with a tow truck. You're gonna need it. Very tiny front now. Like what is going on with the front of that car? I let's uh, see what it since this is a what does it say it smells like? 
Pay about eight grand. Leather treatment spray. That oh. a, I mean, that can, that's, that's better than oil. It's not necessarily bad smelling. <laughs> so I like how they have the uh, CD found inside. Oh, uh, yeah. Al nice. This one is a Fiat. Fiat Bravo. Or Bravo. It's def- if you want something different looking, look at that rounded back windshield. That's yeah. different. Yeah, I mean, still, it just looks like you... If you want a car that's going to stand out, that's going to be the car to uh, import. It it looks like you were designing a car, and you just stopped. (laughs) You just forgot to finish. (laughs) There you go, that's that. You didn't do any trim right around (laughs) the lights or anything. It was just like, oh shit, that's due today? I do not underestimate the power of the dark side. Yeah, it was my left to trim. And it smells like burnt wiring and (laughs) oil. But if you can get one for 2,000 pounds... CD found inside real McCoy. <laughs> oh, okay. A few glitches. Ooh. Yeah, man. Mitsubishi. Pajero Mini. Ooh. That looks like the... Uh, That's like an ugly-looking little uh, car. What's that thing on the hood? Like, uh, troopers. That what, kind of what's, what's that. The, you see the thing on the hood? Yeah. What, what the hell is that going on? What do they got going on there? I mean, it's like a, <laughs> a little, um, you know, the little Rams that they... It looks like the little Suzuki that James got when they went to Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> What's this in the hood? I, I don't know. Did a bird sit on there? Is that a temperature? It could be a temperature gauge or something like that. The bird just sat down when they were taking a picture of it and they said, oh, yeah, leave it fuck in. it, it's from 95. What, is it, what do they have inside? So, $2,000. Where to find it? Just Japan, if you want this. Yeah, it looks Japanese. Two to, for two, two to five grand. I two mean, grand, that's not bad. You need to get around. Old Tiny plastic little engine. Skittles that melted in the sun and stuck to the center console. <laughs> CD found inside Culture Beat. Oh, what do we got here? A Peugeot 406. Okay. Small. If you like to go slow, apparently. You gasoline-powered like... engine. Not a bad car for the French. Yeah. French's version of a BMW. Arrive soon with a 2.9 liter V6. Wow. 2.9? Wow, that's a beefy phone. And then the diesel with the 1.9 and the 2.1 liter turbo diesels not making it. Uh, Why would you put a turbo on a diesel? Well, it helps with the, it actually helps with the internal combustion. Okay. So, yeah, turbos started off on on diesel cars. Not a bad car, especially if you want to uh, turn a few heads. What do we have in French cigarettes? (laughs) In a French car? Who would have thought? (laughs) Elizie? Elizie? It's got to be a French. Got to be French. As somebody I haven't heard of. 3,000. Western Europe, if you want to pick up that one. And here we wow. go. Toyota Crown. I know. Toyota Crown. Yeah, that looks like something a dictator would drive. It looks like a, a, a Ford's Crown Victoria. <laughs> it looks like it does. That. It, was the, it was not, let's see, Toyota's biggest domestic market sedan in Japan was not the Avalon, but the Toyota Crown. And Ford's Crown Victoria, but without the Victoria part. I kind of like it. It's interesting. You definitely. If I turn sixty-five, that's what I might get. You feel presidential. Yeah, you're being driven yeah. around in it. If I was being driven around, if not, you look like the the chauffeur that's going out to get gas and just maintaining the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what else we got. I think so that's nice. it is just just in Japan. Forty-eight grand old velour. The Dixie Chicks. <laughs> I got to tell you, this car For does Japan? not. This car does not scream Dixie Chicks, especially no. in Japan. I don't, I don't Probably owned by a woman. I mean, maybe not K- that there's anything wrong I would expect that. like a K-pop CD, maybe. Oh, and this one we're most excited about. The Nissan Skyline GTR. Uh, that's, that's a hot GTR. car. That is a GTR right there. It's beautiful, and it's wonderful. If you don't know what it is, you go out and get one. You probably will have no reason watching this podcast. 2.6 liter straight six. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Drives like it's on rails. 276 horsepower. Japan and Canada. Yeah. Importable there for a decade. So now about 30 grand is where you're going to start at. But it's tough the days to find. And uh, This is a very collectible car. Kind of like how the... uh, (laughs) The interior. 
Yeah. Burnt rubber. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I expect. Exactly what I expect that to smell <laughs> like. But, you know, just like the uh, the Dukes of Hazard was horrible on cars. You know? This car was beat to shit because of Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the Skyline or another one. There was, They only made three or five models that were automatic. Ugh. They are like, if that's 100000 oh. they are like a million each. Now, Very expensive car. I wouldn't... Alfa Romeo 146. You'll turn a few heads with this one. Yeah, especially I'm... heads of the guys that are driving your tow truck. Two-liter twin-spark engine. 153 horsepower it's their... on that, baby. Woo! <laughs> I don't think really, you are. Really be snapping necks with that thing, man. Nope. I mean, you'll get up on highway speeds, but you'll have to look like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely different. Is this really the statement you want to make with your life? No, no, the skyline would be the statement I'd yeah, like to make. I, but yeah, I, I, I would much rather the smell of burnt rubber forever in this than, you know, a month in this. You'd have to pay me money. Like, look, I'll give you $2 million if you drive around for a month in Alfa Romeo. Or what if they would give you a skyline if you drove around that for a year? I'd do that, though. <laughs> I think everyone would. Absolutely. I'd be like, you don't know what, what they find on the interior. So, two to 4000 in Southern Oil, Europe. old sunflower seeds. Hmm. GG okay. de Gaston. Looks Spanish. And the Fiat bruschetta. Again, if I wanted a uh, convertible, you could eat bruschetta in your bruschetta. <laughs> if you want a convertible, I'd get a Miata. One point eight liter inline four. So it's not bad. You know, it's probably really light. That's where you're going to uh-huh. get a lot of fun out of. Oh it. yeah, but it's got a decent front end. It does look end. like a decent uh, car. You definitely don't want to hit this one Except, from the back. Because yeah, yeah, you're dead. Actually, you may want to hit this from the back to make it look better, but it, <laughs> it has a look that says Fiat. Yeah, yeah. It looks like you tried to steal uh, uh, Mitsubishi's uh, Eclipse's, uh, uh, the Eclipse or, uh, front end. Yeah, or the, the lights also remind me of a uh, Tiburon. Yeah. With that sort of uh, slant. Bringing back memories with the old Tibby. So it's not like German cigarettes as opposed to French cigarettes. Apparently there's a difference in smell. The cranberry. That's a good CD to find inside. All over Western <laughs> Europe, three to six thousand dollars. That's not bad. I'm very impressed they had a cranberry Renew. Okay. It's an interesting little thing. It anyway. kinda looks like the old um um the old Hondas. What is it? To replace Renault's line of compact cars. Okay. Uh, and yeah, Perjo Citron, it's kind of screaming of that European Kind of like a Passat vibe. is what they. Uh, I feel like if I look back in Top Gear history, I'll find Jeremy. Oh, yeah, they'll. I'll find Jeremy Clarkson driving this Renault. I find James May or Richard Hammond in it. Okay. It looks like James. Chewing May. gum that melted in the sun. That's a very, <laughs> very vivid smell for the interior there. And they'll think it's some Japanese car. People get a good one for about four thousand dollars. If people look at this and think it's a Japanese car, I would never hang out with those people. Well, in this country, because you can't buy a Renault if you want to be different. Western Europe, one to four thousand. So extremely cheap. You'll probably die in one because it's probably rusted to hell. Yeah, yeah. Lots of problems and all that. They're showing it on the beach there. So yeah, man. And that is all we got this week. That's luckless. Thank really, you, everybody, for joining us. Yeah, man. Really appreciate it. Feel free to write us on the website. So and we're going to hop off, end off on this podcast of Love Nuts. This is podcast number 81. I'm Matt Bugrell, the Madman. To my left is Steve Bugrell, Big Brother. This is an improved 4K setup. we got the 4K camera. we got the the Samsung mic. Um, brand new setup. Same old lights. Same old Triforce coming up next. And a lot of good news in coming up then. And for the rest of you, I can't say game on. Wrench on. All right. Yeah, sure. Wrench on. Lug nut on. Burden tires. I don't, I don't know. Go, go do it's stuff. It's not on my street. Yeah, go, go do stuff. How about that? Blend on that. Yeah. Go. go. Do stuff. Get. No, don't go. Stick around. We'll be oh, back yeah, no, in stick, about yeah, ten Go around. ahead, Grease Monkey. Go. <laughs> we'll be back in about ten minutes. All right, we'll be back. So if you don't want to get your truck to catch on fire, I'd go to the dealer like yesterday. It looks like somebody just 
did some acid and watched Jaws and decided to make a car. Man. What the fuck are you going to see with that? What does that illuminate? Oh boy, here we go with Ford. Very simple and very... Tire. It's very British looking. It looks like you were designing a car and you just stopped. If not, you look like the, the chauffeur that's going out to get gas and just maintaining the car. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>